We're delighted to be here at Wembley today and I'm joined by head brandsman Carl Stanley. So Carl, thanks so much for agreeing to interview today. I just want to ask you a bit about your background. So how long have you been head groundsman here and what happened leading up to this position? So currently uh, head groundsman at Wembley Stadium and my, my role here has been for uh, over two years. So uh, I started here 12 years ago. Um, previously I was at Southampton Football Club there for four and a half years. I came out of uh, Sparshot College in Winchester, went to Southampton for four and a half years, um, mostly based at training grounds, but I had an interest in, in the stadium. Uh, Dave Roberts was my boss then, and uh, yeah, I, I was really eager to get to the training grounds, uh, from, the, from the training ground to the stadium. So ended up going to St Mary's working match days, uh, helping the guys cut and mark out. How old would you have been? Was that straight from school? Yeah, it was, I was at college, so I was, uh, I was probably around about 17, 18. And then the, the job came up for advertising of uh, head groundsman here at Wembley and Dave Roberts had gone for it and uh, he was unlucky not to get the job and um, he said to me, well, if I'd gone to Wembley, I'd have taken you. You're young, you're eager, you're keen and fantastic. And the job came up here as like a junior groundsman. So it was a, and I always remember it was a reserve game at the training ground and Dave called me, I think it was against Stockport, and he said, uh, I think you should go for it. Again, you're quite young and you're wondering what it will be like. And, Went for the interview and three interviews later they offered me the role here as junior groundsman at Wembley and that was in uh, 2006. Well done again Carl on receiving the Top Turf Influencer Award. Um, who has influenced you during your career do you think and um, in what way have they, have they done that? Yeah I think one of them was, was Dave Roberts. He gave me an opportunity very early on. I went to the training ground and I loved what I was doing but I knew I had to go to college and do my national diploma and uh, he said to me well if you go back to college you've got another 12 months to go. I know it's going to be hard because you want to be at the training ground learning with your hands on but you need, to, you need the education. So for me, Dave Roberts is a key one because he was the guy who turned around and said I want you to go to college, don't get passes, get distinctions and merits. I was thinking right okay. So Dave was the guy who really gave my first chance and opportunity and um, we still keep in contact. I was out with him last week in Liverpool and uh, now there's many people throughout the industry whether it's Keith Kennett Twickenham who, who's fantastic and um, Paul in Madrid. Um, Everyone in the industry, I think, is, is key in, in people to looking up to, and I think that's important. So in the industry, um, we love the fact that you all share information and knowledge. Um, can you tell me a bit about how you share information with um, your fellow groundsmen? I think social media has become quite a large one. I think um, it's very important that we share knowledge. It's not about what we know and what we do, it's about how we do it and how we share it with other people. It's not sharing it with other, it's not just solely head groundsmen, it's people coming through the industry, it's youngsters who have been involved more. I think that's really key and really important about that knowledge being shared throughout. It might not be, well, what seed are you using or how often do you feed, what sort of pitch do you have and when do you use your lights? It's also about educational for young people coming through the industry. Is it their first step on the industry ladder? What do they do? When do they know to move? What do they do? How do they speak to their boss? How do they improve themselves? Yeah, so I think that's really, really key within the industry, sharing knowledge. I mean, here at Wembley, we, we have team meetings every morning and everyone has an idea. We all listen to each other. We all respect each other massively. Um, we try and use cultural methods as best as possible. Nobody likes putting down a fungicide. Sometimes if you're in an arena like Wembley where it's a, a, a microclimate in shade for seven months of the year, sometimes you have to. But for us, we try and use cultural methods. There's no better look of having a, a team of staff out there and us brushing the pitch every morning and making sure that we give it our all. Yeah. How big's your team? Yeah. So there's myself as head groundsman. I have assistant head groundsman in uh, Daniel Bradley who joined us last year. Um, great asset to the team. 
uh, very knowledgeable, um, very, very good with the other team members as well and team management. And also we have uh, Brendan Abbott, who's been with me now for, for nine years. Brendan's our groundsman, he's our go-to guy. And I've got David Moulds, and David's been with me for 12 years as well. We both came to Wembley very early on. Um, he came from Nottingham Forest and another go-to guy for us in the industry that we use. This has been a really busy time for you, Carl. How have you coped taking on Tottenham and all the other events that take place at Wembley? So in 95 years of Wembley Stadium, it's the busiest year we've ever had, and that's old and new Wembley. So we've had the Wembley schedule also mixed with the Tottenham schedule. So normally within the Wembley schedule where you have a, a 10 day or seven day or even a two week break, we now have the Tottenham games into those areas. So for us, recovery has been extremely key this year. Um, so what we've, uh, what we've done is we had a plan earlier on the season. Um, we've got two members of the Tottenham ground staff in and we try and make it educational for them. They're about to go into their new venue, into their new stadium. It's a stadium very much like Wembley. It's very enclosed, lots of shade. So we've had two of the ground staff over um, from Tottenham and they've been working with us for the Tottenham events and we've also got them involved in some Wembley events and like I said previously it's about sharing knowledge and they've not seen an England game or, or the NFL. So they've had a hands-on approach this year of the NFL and what the NFL grounds crews and also what the NFL teams, what they're after. Yeah. So it's been sharing knowledge on, on a big scale this year. And how has the pitch fared? Um, with all the heavy usage? It's fed very well and we're very happy with it um, for the amount of usage that it's had. Um, it's very, very good at the moment. Really happy as you can see behind you. It's um, we've, we've cut this morning and the, the sun's out. We're now just watering. So it's fed very, very well. Um, we've had different challenges. I mean, this year, speak to any groundsman and the weather, the winter, we thought at one point wasn't going to end. Um, we had Rochdale here in the FA Cup and it just snowed the whole day. Um, I think uh, I think there's a video of us all cleaning the lines in the, the 81st minute or something. So. Um, it's been a very tough season, very tough winter, but I think teamwork is the key to actually pushing it through. And like we said, it's sharing ideas within the team. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's leading from the front and sort of also listening to your staff as well. So key, different ideas that we can share. But no, it's been good. We yeah, have a few so more. you've had the two extremes of the weather. How have you coped with that sh the actual treatment of the pitch with that going from snow to this sort of mini heat wave? Well, we've had we've used the lights heavily this year. Um, we have the lights on the pitch straight after a game. Recovery package normally goes into the pitch, so that's carbohydrates and our sugars and seaweeds. And then we put the lights on straight after. So even after an evening game, where the game may finish at nearly 10 o'clock, again we we hoover, we divot. The lights have gone back on, and we've had a recovery package before the lights have started to move onto the surface. So again, it's a different approach. So we've had to change how we approach the pitch for different times of the year. And then this time of the year, I mean, it's very hot in here. Yesterday on sort of bank holiday Monday, we were sort of in the building and the temperature was in its 30s. It's a concrete bowl, so it holds its heat. So you go from one extreme to the next. Carl, tell me about the surface you've got here. So it's a Deso Grassmaster system. It's into its eighth year now. Uh, we had it installed and uh, we've had a lot of NFL games, concerts as well, because fully covered for concerts. And in a horrible way, it's used as a car park for concerts. The trucks will come in, they'll load in, load out, and that's the way of the building, the multi-use way that we are. Um, it's a Deso Grassmaster, so um, it's, got its, uh, it's got hybrid stitches injected into the ground, into the surface, um, and then we grow our grass plant around it, and that gives it stabilisation within the surface. That's fantastic. This is Wembley, but you probably do still have a wish list. We're always looking out. I think that's the important thing about going to the trade shows as well, seeing new products, again, speaking to other grounds and what the people are using. Um, we try and sort of look out for, for niche products that we can use within the stadium, within the bowl at Wembley. Um, yeah, there are a few things on, on the list. I've seen them and mentioned them to the people, the powers that be, but um, no, it's very good at Wembley. Um, we, we make sure the pitch is our main asset um, within the stadium bowl itself and the building. So 
There is a little list going around, so we'll wait and see. There's a lot going on here. How have you coped with the pressure? There's a little saying in the ground staff, and pressure is what you put in tyres. Um, that came from Brendan, one of our groundsmen. Um, very key thing he said years and years ago, and it's true. If you can put pressure on yourself, and we all want to be reaching excellence, that's what we want. Um, the events here at Wembley, multi-use, very, very difficult to work around at times, but our focus and we deliver for every event. So for us, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a busy, busy year and we try and deliver as best as possible. What's your biggest achievement been? I don't think there's one thing. I think the events that we work, whether it's Cup Final or Champions League or the Olympic Games, they're all important events. I think it's when you walk off the pitch and there's an excitement, there's a buzz, and you look at your staff and they're all happy and smiling and you're thinking, what, what a great day. You hope for a good game and then we can recover the pitch after. Um, being made head grounds in North Wembley Stadium, it's, it's a dream. In my 12 years here, it's one thing. I, I, my aspiration was to become head groundsman. Um, and I think being asked to be the head groundsman of Wembley Stadium was, was, was amazing. Very proud moment, but I'm more proud about my team than myself, so. The first Turf Business Summit takes place this October. What do you want to see on the agenda? I think one of the key things is stadiums are coming more multi-use. And it's one thing at Wembley we've got very used to over the years. No challenge, I mean, uh, being challenged is indefinite, but being beaten is, is optional. And, and that's one saying we always have within the team at Wembley. I think maybe looking at the side of the stadiums becoming more multi-use. Paul made a, a comment uh, about a year ago about how venues become more multi-use. Bernabeu is one of them and I think Wembley is the other one. But you look around at Twickenham and uh, what Keith's doing at Twickenham at the moment and you look around Jamo at Olympic Stadium, another venue which is having more and more multi-use. So I think there's the multi-use side of things of how can we get more out of our playing surface. Yes. I also think the legislation is changing very, very quickly. And I think that certain chemicals are now being taken out. Again, how do we deal with that? There's cultural methods, and that's one thing at Wembley we're trying to move into is sustainability and being more culturally happy with what we're doing on the pitch. The practical side of it, what can we do? We don't want to put a fungicide down. We want to put the dew brushes out. We need the fans and stuff like that, but the fans use electricity. Well, how can we make that sustainability correct? So yeah, there's such a big, wide scope. So sustainability is obviously an important issue. Can you tell me a bit about what you're doing at Wembley? Yeah, we've got a sustainability team within the FA. Um, we're lucky that myself and Daniel, my, my deputy, we're both on the board, so we have a keen interest in it. Um, again, whether it's the products that come into the building, how they're packaged, do you need cellophane around the outside? That's a waste. Where's that going to go? Can that be recycled? So then what are we putting down? We have a pitch reconstruction happening. Well, we don't want to put them down the feeds and let them drain straight through. What can we do to make that surface better? So there's such a wide scope. We use our lights heavily, again, sustainability. They are burning a lot and lot of electricity. Um, we need a pitch in the stadium to perform, but how can we look at ways of being sustain sustainability happy and not then waste electricity? Many people consider that the British are doing the best job in groundskeeping. Would you agree with that? Um, I think with having the NFL here, and I think we have a different side to it. We have the NFL grounds crew. So we have the guys over from Jacksonville. Nick comes over from Jacksonville Jaguars. We know Nick very well. Um, to the guys who are in Miami Dolphins and um, speaking to them. And I think it's a sharing knowledge as well. They have different practices. Some of the sod over in, in Florida uh, is incredible. You could drive a forklift truck on it. It is unbelievable. And that's one thing I'd love to have here. But sadly, we can't have it just yet. So I think the practices around the world and what you can learn of each other are key. I think we're doing very well. Um, we're good, but we're not great. And I think that's the next step for the industry, pushing on, having more role models as well within the industry that not just that we can talk to each other, but having youngsters, having that 
accessibility to talk to people within the industry. Somebody said the other day about a top groundsman. I don't think there is a top groundsman. I think it's a top team of groundsmen, and that's everyone within the whole industry. I think you have a dream job, and I think there'll be lots of people that would agree. What would you say to youngsters looking up to you? I think it's key to get experience. Um, many stadiums offer the roles for matchday staff. A lot of our matchday staff have come in very, very young, eager, willing to learn, and we've said, oh, we'd like to come to Wembley. Um, we've had guys like James Franklin, who's come through. Um, I'm sure James won't, men won't mind me mentioning him, but he's come through as a haberdashery. He's, he's coming to Wembley and a matchday staff. He was here for two and a half years, and now he's with Steve Braddock at London Colney. Um, it's young people coming into the industry, having that experience, and I think it's learning the experience, learning the trade, asking questions. Yeah. Um, I think it's experience is a key thing. Another one is to stick at it. Sometimes you'll go, it's raining, it's pouring the snow, we've got a game this afternoon, what are we going to do? You get into those mindsets as a manager, but I think when you're younger as well, you're going, well, what's my next position? Where's the next job going to come up? One bit of experience for me is actually learning to stick at it and give it your all. Um, be yeah. dedicated. I know it's hard as a youngster, and it was for me very hard. Um, but stick at it and um, you will get there.